Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. I am I'm going to have you in on my morning glow up. <laughs> I actually took the day off. I well it was I sort of traded. I traded Monday for Friday. And so today is Friday, the 19th of February 2021 and I am so excited about my day. Um, so this morning, I'm just kind of perusing uh, my, I guess, my social media, my emails, doing that thing that we, most of us do. And I I have two people that are very significant to me on my Facebook that, that have been Trump supporters, and one of them is actually... I mean, he actually despises Joe Biden. And I told him a while back that I was going to have to, like, mute him because I can't, I love him dearly, but I just, this upsets, like, I don't want anything to affect my joy level in my life. I'm I'm attempting to be happy. <laughs> and so I have to eliminate things in my life that make me unhappy. Well, my, one of my friends, the other friend, um, put something up about Rush Limbaugh. I I have actually talked about, not necessarily him, but commentators like him, like, um, and now I'm, Dennis Prager is another one, uh, Rush Limbaugh, um, that I did not listen to. They they started out when I was when I was younger. So when I was in college, they were actually Rush Limbaugh is the one that I really remember started doing this political commentary. It was probably the start of Fox News, but I I wasn't really like focused at all on these kind of things back then. I I mean I just wasn't. I was focused more on my life and and having children and um and just life. So I I wasn't focused on him in particular as in Rush Limbaugh. However, I I would run into him at times when I would go to people's houses cuz I went to people's houses that had children with disabilities. And there's this one house in particular that I remember going into with a child that was pretty, she was severely disabled. She had a chromosomal abnormality that was really rare. And she, they had said she will never walk. She will never talk. I mean, she was severely disabled. I used to work with this child and the dad would every so often kind of make comments to me that I was basically, you know, uh, when I would try to do things with her, like I had gone and bought these special uh, crayons and I was attempting to put them in her hand and I had paper and I was attempting to have her draw with these crayons and he stopped me and was just like, she's not ready for that. I mean, in a really gruff kind of offensive way. And every time I went to visit this family, I had to suffer Rush Limbaugh 
just in the background and try my best to not listen. I, I've listened more to Dennis Prager and then I have Rachel and Bob. But so, <laughs> so apparently he passed away yesterday or this week. I'm not sure what day he passed away, but the news had gone out that he had passed out of his body and, and he's been all over everything. Um, people who liked him, people who didn't like him, people have been making all kinds of comments about him. And so I thought, okay, well, I'm going to try to listen, which is something that I do periodically. And I can listen for a period of time. And then I, I, I have to turn it off. Like I can't, I can't continue uh, hearing it. it. It like so upsets my my sensibility. And you know, it, here's another thing. So the first person I was talking about that is hates Biden used to make fun of me because I listened to NPR. He used to categorically make fun of me. He'd be like, "Oh, you listen to NPR? Like, like who listens to NPR?" I guess who listens to NPR when you can have Fox News? So recently I have I have gotten the idea that the actual companies don't really care so much about the content as long as they get listeners. And that was that was absolutely exemplified by the Rich Limbaugh podcast that I tried to listen to just now. So I tried to listen to him. And the first thing that I, and I don't think people should be doing things for free. Okay. I'm not, this is not about that, that I think everyone should be doing everything for free, but I had to suffer commercials before it got to him. And and then he started to talk about how he was going to have an open uh, mic that day so that people call people could call in. And then he said, um, but I just want you to understand that my show is not boring and I'm not boring and I will be basically uh, censoring and if you're a boring con, con caller, I'm going to censor that and we're not going to listen to you because basically I don't want to be seen as boring. And and I've actually done I've done I've I've thought about this a lot. <laughs> Quite frankly. I mean, here was another thing that was in his podcast was like at one point he had all this this clapping going on. Like he there's there's a lot more bells and whistles. Um and he probably has the resources to have somebody take care of his content pro properly, which I don't. And and so anyway, so he but he actually admits to the fact that his show is censored. That he censors it based on the boring factor. And, and I've actually, you know, I actually realized that my content a lot of times can be boring. I, I actually admit to that. I, there's not 
you know, there's not a lot of people who are really interested in the slow nature and there's no, no bells and whistles. And, um, and I, I had done a, a, a YouTube about this, like the art of self-promotion. Like I, and I'm going to refer to this just on TikTok. So I have gotten on some kind of groups and I get a lot of, of TikTok material on my subject, which is the nature of reality. And so there's a lot of, there's a lot of information out there and, um, and some of them, not all of them, but some of them, uh, it starts out something like, you know, I, I, I used to be, you know, this and that. And then I basically improved my life substantially. Now I have five businesses and I'm a healer and a yoga teacher and yada, yada, yada. And I'm, and I, and I, and I feel like they have been instructed to do this by someone or they have been watching other people's videos and that's what they do. So that's what they're doing. And there may be a number of people who really want to be told what to do. They really, really do want to be told what to do. They don't want to have to, to, I guess. I don't understand it because I've never really been that way or I have not been that way for so long that I, I really enjoy discovering things for myself and listening to things and, and being able to consider that um, and see if there's any evidence of that. So I, I actually told my friend, because she also had posted something earlier in the week about, <laughs> about Donald Trump being the greatest president we have ever had. And I just, I just, and I, and it's kind of mean of me. I, I made a comment and I was like, I love you. I just don't understand. I mean, I just don't understand it. I really don't understand it. However, I do understand it within the context of her ideology, which is Christianity and a Bible view of reality. Because there's a number of people in our in our country in particular, who believe that the Bible is the unfallible word of God. And if you deviate from what that Bible says, you are a heretic. You are, you are under the influence of Satan. <laughs> I mean, and so everything in that Bible is, is true. This is the truth. And so anything outside of this is not the truth. And so what ended up happening, and I think that it started a little bit with George Bush, um, President Bush, um, when he started to have, uh, I had heard, I don't know if this is true or not, that he started to have Bible studies in the White House. So back then, and it could be even further back than that, but there has started to be this theocracy. there, And, and see, when you have your whole world vision based on the infallibility of the Bible, then you believe that everything outside of that is incorrect. 
You believe everything outside of that is incorrect. Now, I, I actually don't know enough about Rush Limbaugh's uh, views of God or spirituality or anything. I He seemed to talk only about politics, but his politics was, and, and I can't even really talk on it. I just see him as in the same genre as Trump. I see him as this same the same age, you know, the same, he's white, he's, you know, he's in his own way a bit gluttonous, um, which is the one word that I use for Trump. I feel like Trump is, he's just gluttonous. He he lacks discipline, in my opinion. These are all my opinions. I'm not saying any of this is the truth. I don't call, there are some things that I know in my, in my, what my subject matter that I actually know are true, and then some things, this is just my opinion. This is an opinion piece um, for sure. But I have talked at length about the things about Trump that I disliked. And that was the way he treats women in particular. The way that he he really seems to consider himself like superior and and not only superior to women but to superior a superior person in general he he and he goes into these rallies and he talks about literally punching people in the face so he talks about punching people in the face he talks about kicking people out of rallies. Um, he, and in this last, uh, on, on January 6th, he actually like went after his own. He went after um, Mike Pence. He's like, okay, if this guy doesn't do what he needs to do, if this guy doesn't, you know, uh, say that this was not a, that I won this election by a landslide, then he's bad and then these people you know went and were trying to find him he had to be protected by by the security people and so this is the influence and this has been going on since i was young that so i'm going to go back to this idea that that they don't necessarily, although they may agree with the topic or else they wouldn't have started Fox News. They would not have started Fox News had they not agreed with, with what was going to be said, but they have presented this as truth. And it, has, it is coming out that they do not espouse truth. They espouse speculation and opinion, and people are hearing this as truth. So basically, Rush Limbaugh has been shouting out his opinions for the last 20, 25, probably 30 years, and, and they are his opinions. They may have like little bits of truth in them, like the podcast I was listening to, um, he said that he had found out that President Trump had contracted COVID. 
And he was talking about how sad he was. And he, this was another thing that he said. He said that because it had been presented by the press that it's a, it's a death sentence that, and he said something like 9 million people, 9 million people then believe that it is a death sentence. Okay. Then he started, he quoted this one guy as saying, as saying that, that, um, there, there's very, very little chance that even Trump would die of the virus. And, but when he was stating his facts about this, he was incorrect because he was using, he was saying something about the 9 million people. Well, the 9 million people is less than the population of Manhattan. Our country has 300 and something million people in it. And so if only 9 million people believe it's a death sentence, that's not very many. That's not very many at all. And so even in that podcast, some of the things that he had said, and I, I would actually agree with him that I, I don't know what's going on with the virus. I don't. I do know, and I've talked at length about these vaccinations, and I'm going to just pop in and say this and then move off of the subject. But every, all my friends and other, so three people that I know have had the COVID vaccine and on the second on the second um dose they have been incredibly ill like my friend yesterday couldn't get out of bed and she's hoping to be better by today but they've been incredibly sick so this has been a side effect of this this vaccination that i don't know people have been talking about it enough so, so basically what I'm seeing is happening is that it's all about money and about ratings, about not being boring so that you have more followers. So it's not really necessarily based on, on any kind of factual, factual information. And I, and I, and I really want to share something. <laughs> so I had this friend. And we, we really hadn't talked about politics very much. He was a neighbor of mine. And, and I had this friend, and, and he said to me, he said, you know, Michelle Obama is a man. He says, Michelle Obama is a man. He, it, she's not a woman. And then I'm sitting there, and I'm, and I'm like, where did you hear this? Well, wherever he heard it, he believed it, and he still believes that that Michelle Obama is a man. There's so many people in our country that were told that Barack Obama is a Muslim. Barack Obama is not a Muslim. But there's a there's a lot of people who believe that he he is. And then let's say this to the opposite. <laughs> there's a lot of people in this country who really think that Donald Trump like cares about them. They think he cares about them. And I like to say, I don't believe he does. In fact, he didn't, I don't even think he really cared about the people who went and, and stormed the Capitol on his behalf. I mean, I don't know what he's doing because he's been, which I'm not sure how I feel about 
this banning of people. And I, I've actually talked about that. I mean, I haven't heard from David Icke. I haven't heard a word from David Icke in months. And and I think, I, I so I don't necessarily agree with censorship. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that we really need to be quite careful in both in both camps so so there has been allegations like there there's so much projection that goes on you know that Joe Biden supposedly Joe Biden is like a pedophile like um which is what one of the people today had put on Facebook and I just I have to un- unfollow his material because I can't, I can't, but I am willing to consider, I'm willing to consider these possibilities that are, that, that are outside of my belief system. But I find that a lot of people are not. They are not. They are they are actually hooked into a fabrication. I guess because it goes along in their belief system. And so I want to talk about that belief system that I have grown up in that I think is getting better. But it is sort of this belief system that women are are here basically to have children and take care of their husbands. That, that that is their purpose for being alive. <laughs> we are basically incubators for creating more Christians, more people. Now, in which case now, more Republicans. <laughs> so, so, and I was talking to my mom about this the other day. It was like, what about love? It's like, where is love in all of this? Where is that we come together as as a couple and love each other and act on that love and babies come and we have this really sweet family unit that's actually based on love, not based on um, I'm going to go out and be the breadwinner and you are going to have dinner on the table and there will be no um, glasses on the side of the sink because you will not be lazy. You will not watch TV. You will be doing these things because I provide a roof over your head. And so basically women sometimes get married into utter servitude. They 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 get they marry into this servitude and this this idea that she will be subservient and if she's not and if she has a a different opinion or she stands up against something that he wants her to do then she is crazy and sometimes men go to dire lengths to and I and this can happen with women too I'm I'm just saying that but right now I'm just talking about men men can go to dire lengths to try to suppress 
her and make her do what he wants her to do. And then it becomes this this incredible power struggle. And then what I have seen a lot of the time, this power struggle then goes to the court. And a lot of times women are forced into poverty. Because while he was working for five years, she was birthing and taking care of a child for five years. She's also probably got a career that would be more amenable to having children, something like a teacher or some kind of public ser- servant job. And she, and she, while she makes maybe a little bit, she doesn't make enough to actually thrive. And so, and this has just been my experience. And it's been the experience that I've had around other women in my circle. I know that there are women who who basically go after a man in court, but that was not my experience. My experience was I, you know, so I, at one point, I just was like, I'm not engaging in this anymore. I'm not going to engage with you in this anymore. You can have whatever you want and I can have my freedom from you. And so, <laughs> and so I, I have lived in poverty. And so, so let's go back to this idea that Rush Limbaugh was saying. He's not boring. So he's going to give you a circus. He's going to give you high drama. He's going to give you outrageous claims about people. He's going to give you tidbits of information and he's going to make a crap load of money doing it. And somebody like me who is boring, who is not willing to compromise my content, who's not willing to compromise myself for a, for this, I'm not sure where that leaves me. I'm not a capitalist. I do not capitalize on an on on a, you know, I mean, I even have a hard time putting people's names because quite frankly, when I go through the demographics of, of my podcasts and, I, and my YouTubes and I go through and I look, the ones that are the most popular have somebody else's name in them. And so I could continuously name drop. You know, but in some ways, if you think about it, that would work against me because I probably will name drop on this podcast. And so somebody would listen to this podcast because I'm talking about Rush Limbaugh, but I'm not necessarily in his camp whatsoever. I feel like he has been and and we can actually say I can actually admit to the fact that if you have Fox News and then you have MSNBC You have two different ideologies spouting out their ideology 24 hours a day. And it's not, it's not even about the ideology. It's about the ratings. And this is, this is partly how Trump got elected in the first place was that that's all we ever really heard about. We heard about either Trump or we heard that Hillary Clinton is a sex trafficker. So it was like, 
it was like, <laughs> and her emails and her, like, we, we never heard good, positive things about Hillary Clinton almost ever. And I, I was paying very close attention. But then you hear, and you don't really hear positive about Trump either, but between, but between the guy who's had affairs and has stuck his hand up women's skirts and has, you know, I mean, there's a number of people in our country who are like totally great with that. Like, they don't care about being sexualized by men. Women, like the women that don't care about being, they like that kind of attention. They're totally good with, with Trump coming and grabbing them. And so, and so you have this whole, that is like totally into like, oh yeah, he's just one of the bullies. He's just one of those good old boys, you know? And so, and so it was sort of the media, you know, and so it's, it's so interesting to me. And then all this money, you know, it's like, it's really been, been talked to quite a bit that it takes a lot of money to get someone elected. And I'm not entirely sure if that's true. It takes a lot of publicity. And there are other ways to get publicity other than just bucks, dollars. And this was another thing about Trump that drove me absolutely insane was that he, even to the end, he was bilking his, his people for money and they were donating and he donated, they were donating millions of dollars and and it even said, or maybe this was fabricated. I'm willing to say this may have been absolutely fabricated because people were showing proof that in, in the solicitation for money, it actually said to the debt that it was going to go to the debt that was, that was, you know, for the save the steal. Where is that money? Where is that money? It, it's, it's just... It just, anyway, so basically I'm back on to the premise that we are all being played. We are all being played. And, and having the, the, I don't know, I don't know what the word is, but to, to stand in like, I'm not really sure if that's true or not. I'm not really sure if that's true. I'm not sure if that's true until, until, you know, and I don't even know if we'll ever find proof of what's actually true. You know, going back to my, to my idea that everyone is in their own reality. Anyway, so that's what I wanted to say about Mr. Limbaugh, I, I bet he was just an absolutely wonderful man. I don't know him. I really don't. It's just that I don't admire, I don't admire his ideology or his type of content or his way of being in the world. I don't admire it. I, I didn't admire the things that I've heard him say and then to hear him actually say, I will not allow content on my show that I deem boring. <laughs> I mean, that may be one thing that he was actually honest about, right? 
anyway, thank you for listening and I'll be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.